Welcome back to episode four of Ain't That Ridge. I'm your host. You guys all know me by now, Mike Ridge. So I know we missed an episode last week. I'm going to go with the excuse that I was on spring vacation because let's face it, the weather last week was out of control. It was unseasonable and it all started on Easter Sunday. The weather was nice and I just got caught up in it. I'm not going to lie. On Sunday, I went to June Farms. It was the first day of the season. If you know me, you know that I love it there. I go there all the time. So when they opened up for Easter Sunday, I had to go. And it was the perfect day. I thought it was a lot warmer because, you know, the sun's out. It's a beautiful day. I get up, get dressed, take the top off my car, and I go. So I drive all the way out to Averill Park with the top off. That was premature. I'm not going to lie. All I had on was a t-shirt. And it was freezing. So for those of you that don't know, I have a Jeep Wrangler. So I took the top off it because I thought it was this beautiful, warm day. Let me tell you, I could not have the heat on any hotter. It was max. The heat was to the max, and I was dying. And then we were there right up until closing. So when I had left, friends of mine were staying up at the lodge. So after, you know, they had closed, we had gone up to the lodge, which is one of their Airbnbs. And we were just hanging out. It was one of their birthdays. And I still had to drive home in that. Well, it got much colder. I will tell you that. And I need to have an emergency sweatshirt in my car, I believe. A lot of people have expressed their grievances that I missed an episode last week. And I'm sorry. I just... You know, like I said, I got caught up in it and it was so nice. I had so much work to do around the house that and outside that I just completely lost track of time. And then if I heard from one more person during the week, it's patio season, it's patio season. Don't stay home. It's patio season. You guys, it's April. It is April. And Everybody wants to go out, which I completely understand. But I work some nights till, you know, 8 o'clock. Maybe I get done a little early. So after leaving, I have to go home. I have to change, then go out. I'm not going to get there till 8, 8.30. The sun is gone. The warmth is still there, but it's not as nice. So whatever, you guys, this was not real summer. I hope it's a preview to, of what's coming because if it is, I'm absolutely here for it. But in a few minutes, I'm going to bring on one of my friends, Austin, and we will talk a little more about the summer. So bear with us and we will get him on. He's calling in from New Jersey and let's get him on the line. Hi, Austin. What's going on? 
Is this ain't that rich with Mike Rich? It is. Hello. It's, I'm just like um, spring vacation. I'm calling it. Yes, you had spring break as well. I feel like all the cool kids are doing that right now. Yeah, I took a week off. My bad. Yeah. But I'm just going to call it spring break because the weather was too nice. You can, what did you do in your spring break? Um, I went to June Farms for Easter. That kind of kicked it off. Yeah. And then I was doing all the yard work. I know. I, I was with... Um, Gamble the other night and I asked him I was like does Mike Rich love yard work so I guess I can ask you do you love yard work absolutely not I love (laughs) yard work it takes too much time the only benefit to it is that you get to be out in the sun are you really tan now or do you wear the sunscreen um I do wear sunscreen because I'm just a pasty you know Irish (laughs) And it takes um, <laughs> all summer to tan. So what did you do? You're in New Jersey, correct? Yes, I just drove back. I should have stayed up if I knew you wanted me to do this. But I am currently in our guest bedroom in New Jersey and Goose is on the guest bed destroying the sheets. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, Goose is Goose. their dog. <laughs> Chris, can you get Goose? He's legit, like, (laughs) (laughs) unedited. So this Um, is actually, it's kind of funny that you bring up Goose, because this is kind of how we met. Oh my Um, gosh, I'm glad you're bringing this up. It's actually, so I was up at June Farms. This was what, two years ago? A year and a half, two years? Probably, yeah. And I was up at the farm with my friends Aaron and Ben, and their dog, Charlie. And I had posted a picture of Charlie and tagged June Farms. And then I get this random message on Instagram from this stranger, Austin. (laughs) What kind of dog is this? And I'm like, this is creepy. I'm like, you know, oh, it's a Labradoodle. Hindsight, he is not a Labradoodle. He is like 90% Great Pyrenees, which it was just... I mean, clever, because you guys, during COVID, bought a house on Burton Lake. A hundred percent. And we did it so blindly and knew no one. So my creepy ass was, of course, (laughs) on Instagram, looking at all the local spots, including that's how we found June Forms. And we were like, oh, my gosh. But yeah, I was truly, though, curious, because I was like, We also adopted Goose, our dog, who we were told was a lab, and we drove to Kentucky during COVID and picked him up, and we were told, he jumps out, we're at Tractor Supply Store. I had to run inside to use the bathroom at Tractor Supply because I was having a, I think I was having a panic attack. Chris was in, Chris was my partner, he was in the parking lot. This lady pulls up with a van. Goose gallops out looking like a fucking horse. And we're <laughs> like, this is not a laugh. So that's why I reached out to this stranger who's Mike Rich and asked. <laughs> I was like, this is Goose's cousin, basically. And I knew because Goose is a great Pyrenees Anatolian shepherd. And I was like, this dog looks like Goose. So that's why I reached out. 
little did I know we would end up becoming buddies, but that's also how I met Mike Gamble. I looked at the Burden Lake tag location on Instagram and I saw a bunch of beefy shirtless muscle dudes. Which is not me. And- <laughs> <laughs> which is not me either and then i see gamel and i'm like who's also a muscle dude i would say but i'm like you live next to he was out on his dock and i was like this is you're our neighbor do you um, wonder how he takes his photos i think he has a long selfie stick or his mom comes out <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? I don't know. Like, part of me, in my mind, I feel like he just has someone following him around and he's like, take this picture. Take this picture. Because we know Gamma loves a picture. I love a but picture, too. when he takes, uh, like, he'll take an album of selfies, like, in an outfit before he goes out. And I always wonder, like, does he use a tripod or does he just prop it up against something? We might always... need to phone, phone in and ask, <laughs> phone a friend. I mean, we can. Maybe that will be, we'll have to record an episode when you're up here next month. Yeah. And we can ask him this question. I'm Plus, very curious too. I, I imagine, mean... I honestly think he sets it against a tree and does the little timer and like runs. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> do you know what? I I do that too. So I'm like... But well, I think that's probably what it is. Do you wear an Apple Watch, though? No. Oh. Because I always wonder, like, these people that take them, you know how sometimes you can see people, like, just taking their photos and using their self-timer oh. from their watch? So I wonder if he just sets the timer and, like, sprints to his posing spot. I think probably. Um, I would say close second is his mother, maybe. Um, he's gonna murder you for this <laughs> stop <laughs> no I I personally when I you know I used to be obsessed with Instagram and I was training for a marathon and I like would post photos of me running because when you train for a marathon you run like you're on a training plan and yeah. I would take pictures of me running around central park or whatever and i would use i would like do the little timer thing and like run by the camera quickly just to get that shot so i was there scroll back in my feed and see my little selfie photos oh i plan to after this um can you tell me a little more about the lake house like i know about the lake house but yeah people living here don't I know it's kind of interesting because I'm sure a lot of your listeners are local to the area and they might have actually partied in our lake house because way back when the house, it's on Burden Lake, it's on Third Burden Lake, which is the larger one. Um, and it sat there forever empty. It used to be back in the day a YMCA camp and then someone bought it and tried to renovate it and then. One of the houses burned down. It has like a whole history. Um, But my partner, Chris, found it during COVID because he's very curious. And he was like, it was very much one of those, I see it, I want it moments. And it truly happened like very quickly. And then it needed almost a two-year renovation. So it was like a pretty large project. Um, And that's when we would go up there and 
we wanted to use it so bad, but when we bought the house, we found out there were so many more issues than we had learned. So one example is we were told there was a septic system and there was no septic system. <laughs> so like that took time to figure out that situation, right? So oh we would, yeah, we would go up there and visit, but we couldn't stay there because there was no water or potties. So we would either rent a place in Albany or we started to maybe rent stuff at June Farms and um yeah now it's it's a home that we really love and we love the community that we found out there um we airbnb it which is awesome um it's called burden lake house but then we also try to utilize it so um we're trying to find that healthy balance but it's cool burden lake's cute um i enjoy it have you you been to burden lake before yes so okay i do frequent burden lake during the summer i mean obviously you know matt lives across near you so i do go to matt's house and it was funny because like the years i've been going to matt's during the summer and i never knew anyone else that lived on the lake i had no idea that mike camel was across the lake and then you guys bought the house so it was just kind of this weird like little happening that just came about and I feel like COVID did kind of push people together like we all learned how to make new connections mm-hmm. yes it may have been a little creepy how you messaged me but I don't <laughs> I don't think people would do that normally if we hadn't gone through COVID and we were all so secluded mm-hmm because being up on the lake, like you start to learn, like, oh my God, so and so's here. Oh my God, they live here. And people, I mean, as you know, there have been new lots sold on the lake, which are mm-hmm. going to bring people that we know up there. I'm not going to mention who, but, you know, I think now it's just because people are looking for the next thing. I think people have gotten used to being home you know, making, instead of going on these extravagant trips, like, why not build a house? Why not live on the lake? So, you know, I had no idea that you guys were even renovating the house, even over the summers that I was up there before I knew you. Like, I was just kind of ignorant to it. Yeah. I don't think many people did, but, you know, we quickly, (laughs) when I would just be down there hanging on our dock, and we got some nosy people on that lake. Oh, really? <laughs> they would ride by on their pontoons and just stare. And I'm from the South. I'm from South Carolina. So I'll talk to, I just will talk to anyone. Right. Um, and I feel like they would drive by and I would talk and it would be like awkward turtle type situation. <laughs> but I'm like, you're awfully close and you're curious cat curious Karen on the lake I don't know if there's a Karen on the lake but there has to be there's one everywhere there's one everywhere I have one across the street from me stop the other day I was cleaning up I was blowing the leaves you know so I didn't have to rake everything I blew them all into a pile I come inside because I don't know why and I hear her walk across the street she walks across the street to my neighbor, the direct one to my right. And she goes, can you believe he blew all the... Li-? 
leaves in the street. There was like 50 leaves <laughs> in the road. I had blown them all into a corner by the garage. They were not all in the road. But she just comes over and starts complaining that I blew all of the leaves into her, like, the road. You don't own the road. Yeah. And it was an overspray, okay? It wasn't me blowing the leaves intentionally. The drama. Do you have a street cleaner that comes and sucks up the leaves? No. You either have to bag them or put them in garbage cans that have to be labeled that they're like compostable material you should just blow them in her yard oh my god no you move <laughs> and she looks out her door until She's you curious. until you make eye contact with her and then she slams the door and she goes in Stop. it's the weirdest thing so That's a you, lot. you also have a podcast I do. And I'm so happy to be on yours as well. Um, I have a podcast. It's, I feel like it started a little earlier than yours, but it's called Ask Ozzy. And the reason I said a little earlier, I was looking the other day and we just released like our 11th episode, which is kind of crazy. Um, How often do you release yours? Every Monday. Oh, so um, every Monday. Yeah, but that being said, like, you know, we started recording it back in probably October of last year. So we have a bit of a repertoire that, like, the episodes we're releasing, I'm like, I don't remember them because we recorded them so long ago. So it's kind of crazy. But yeah, during COVID, this not during COVID, this past summer, I was laid off from my job. I work in tech. Um, Both Chris and I work remote from home. So one of my, I had a team and we all got laid off and I made a pact, like I want to help my team find new jobs. And one of my old team members was wanting to start his own company, doing podcast production. And he reached out to me and was like, would you want to be like a test subject? And I was like, I'm a yes person. So I was like, hell yes. So thus Ask Ozzy was born and it's been going well. We're learning from it, you know, similar to like, you know, I really enjoy having guests on. Um, and I think like you probably do as well, right? Um, I do. So that was mainly part of my um, spring vacation last week because I recorded an episode by myself. Okay. And I felt like a complete idiot because I'm sitting here just talking to myself. And then, you know, you go to like, you edit things, you add your intro, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I panicked. And I'm like, I can't do this. I can't sit here and talk to myself. Nobody wants to just hear me talk. You know, I talk a big game. I'm like, oh, you know, everyone's like, oh, why do you have a podcast? I'm like, because I have a lot of shit to say and I think people want to hear it. Yeah, I don't think people want to hear what I have to say. Why? I think think having people on is more fun because you just get the whole conversation. You know, you get the feedback of someone else. And it's things like that that I personally would listen to versus you know, a solo episode because the Mm -hmm. only solo episodes I know of are murder mysteries. 
and I don't know anyone that's murdered anyone. You might, though. I might. Like, I mean, we can talk offline about it. I'm not saying me, but I feel like after getting my hair cut from you, I'm like, you might. <laughs> Why? Because people tell me everything? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, you're like a... I'm like, you're like a live... I feel like, did you ever watch that show, Mari? Mar, is it called Mari? What's that? Where he's like, you are the father. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like you are that for a hair salon. You think so? I mean, I feel like you get a lot of info from people. Is that a some assuming? I don't know. No, you're absolutely right. When people sit in the chair... It's just a whole thing. Like, people divulge everything. I know people are getting divorces before their spouses or their family know they're getting divorced. Well, I know people are pregnant before anybody else. Because, you know, suddenly, you know, Susan that gets her hair done every three to four weeks is like, oh, I'm not going to color today. And I'm like, what? Like, I've done your hair for 10 years and you're suddenly not getting color. And then I'm like, oh, shit, you're pregnant. Uh, and... <laughs> I was expecting something different. Can you not get your hair colored when you're pregnant? Oh, that's such a gray area, actually. Um, a lot of people, there's no yes or no, like, right or wrong answer to this. It all depends on your physician. Some say not in the first trimester. Some say not at all. Some say highlights are better than color because it doesn't go on the scalp but nobody has ever actually come out and said like don't do it it's so dependent like some people oh you can drink coffee you know it Mm -hmm. i think it also a lot of that depends on how old their physician is Mm -hmm. honestly like what they believe and you know Uh oh you can eat lunch meat as long as it's cooked who is frying up (laughs) <laughs> who was gonna sit there and let me microwave my ham and turkey that I got at price no so I think it all depends that's like on... a melt <laughs> that's like a panini I mean unless you a fried bologna sandwich you could do that oh my gosh we used to have those as a kid oh my god we had bologna both did like, you ever is have... that where you would wrap it in something no you put bologna on a cookie sheet with a scoop of mashed potatoes and a slice of cheese over it. I've never had that. Disgusting. It, sound, <laughs> it sounds like a um, egg Benedict without the egg. <laughs> That's the poor man's eggs Benedict. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I never knew though that you like. Because, you know, in bars, they hang up those signs that's like, never serve a pregnant woman alcohol. And it's like, I'm surprised in the hair salon, y'all don't have those. What, the don't serve alcohol to pregnant people? (laughs) the don't dye, don't color a pregnant person's hair. Well, it's so different, though, because it comes out and, like, tells you. And I also think a lot of it boils down to, you know, when you have someone who's pregnant, you don't know. 
if they're going to be high risk or if there's complications. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm someone that typically, if you tell me that you're pregnant early on, my typical practice is, okay, why don't we hold off for the first trimester and talk to your doctor? Like if your doctor says that your first appointment, you're good to go. Like, yeah, go ahead. I'll do it. I'm not a doctor. I don't give that advice. So I leave that up to the professionals. A hundred percent. Well, just I'm curious. Yes. Can I ask you a few questions? Sure. We can call it ask a hairdresser. Yeah. What's the weirdest place other than my nostrils that you've had to wax on a person? So I have a cosmetology license. So that kind of encompasses everything except, you know, straight razors as far as the barbering aspect of it. I have never embarked really on waxing anything else. I strictly stick to above the neck. And listen, I wouldn't even know the first thing to do because when you go through school, they don't, If you go through aesthetics school, they touch more on all of that. Like with us, New York state laws and standards, it's minimal what they teach you about waxing. So I wouldn't even be comfortable. Like I would wax your chest, but anything else, I'm out. I was just curious. I feel like my hair lady as a kid my mom took us to like a salon and she would tell me stories. She would be like, I have this one man that makes me wax his entire body. And I was like, oh my God. I feel like I'm very hairy. I'm a very hairy person from like top to bottom. And I'm like, that would take a good day. No, you would be surprised at how fast these girls can do it. Like, you see people come in and they're like oh hi I'm here for my waxing and it seems like two minutes later they're back and I'm like whoa, 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 whoa. how did you do that but it's you know it's just like the more you do something the easier it comes so yeah. you know they're used to doing that type of waxing I've heard stories <laughs> like oh here hold this move this you know okay now get in this position and it all seems too much for me what position um i don't know how much truth there is to this because like i said i've never done it but i think sometimes you have to get like on all four. Oh, okay or like the coochie or the butthole right yes because i think my understanding is because i don't get brazilian waxes is that you do front to back the whole shebang (laughs) and that's a lot for me i don't want to be down listen i don't want to do that yeah that's not for me that's not for i mean we're both gay i think we are probably not i'm gonna leave that to the professionals to be honest a hundred percent i also just am like i just hope people come in clean and ready to go (laughs) well i think that's also you know 
going back to women like saying stuff like them just being so free with me um you know i know a lot of them oh my god i gotta go you know i have to do this i have a gynecology appointment oh my god i and it's like oh my god okay i I get it like i get that you know you have to freshen up before you get i don't know i've never been to one i don't know how it happens (laughs) Well, that seems like a deeper conversation if you're getting a wax to see your gynecologist. I well, like no. That's like I mean, something like, happening, maybe. No, I mean, like, when they're at the salon, they're like, oh, my God, I got a freshen up. Oh, I have to do this. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, some of them use numbing cream. Oh, it's Lord. A, it's a weight loss. I feel like in college, I learned about boy butter, though. Is it not a numbing cream? no austin um, i have no idea no austin my understanding is boy butter is a um lubricant oh okay see i thought it was like a numbing thing i think you'd be very surprised if you tried to numb yourself with lube oh my gosh (laughs) um so what's on the docket coming up for you what is on the docket? Oh, my God. So nothing. Re- I'm kind of in a weird hiatus right now. Cinco de Mayo's coming, um, yeah. which I will be at June Farms. They're having a party. And that's really the only thing I have set up right now. And then the following weekend, I'm going to Provincetown for my best friend's 40th birthday. Oh, fine. So that's Please. all I have right now which seems lame but i'm actually okay with it that's not lame you're one of the busiest people i know so keep me going you know talking now it's patio season it's patio season well it's getting ready you gotta get ready i'm going to new orleans next week which i've never been and i'm very excited what's in Um, new orleans I'm doing my bachelor party down there because we're getting married this summer so um, Chris just got back, my partner from Miami. He had his and got lit Liddy. And Love it. I, I, I might die in New Orleans. Who knows? You're not going to die. I've been with you days where I thought you were close to death. <laughs> oh my gosh. Magic. If I die, just sprinkle me over the, um, the goats at June Farms. <laughs> <laughs> Put I mean, me in a Christmas tree and feed me to the goats. Oh, my God. Well, that's one way to go. But, I mean, really, that's it. Those two things, your wedding, and that's really all I have on my roster right now. And that's enough for me. Because you know how it gets in the summer. Everybody wants to do this and this and this and this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'll be out on the boat, which is another thing like i might actually take my boat out of storage this year yes can you please because i want to see your boat and should it be on bird and lake is that what i'm hearing i don't know (laughs) maybe (laughs) we might have to sneak it on there because i've heard it's hard to get a boat onto bird and lake well i mean you have yours i could leave mine at another lake like i do and we could spread the wealth what lake do you use um, 
So I bought it two years ago. The first summer I kept it up on Saratoga Lake. And then that was it. Like, I didn't use it last year because my friends Deb and Michelle, they have a boat. And their boat is bigger than mine. And it had a built-in cooler. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But we had a, a tragic accident last year. Nobody got hurt. But we were driving... We, where were oh my god we were on Sakandaga and we were just cruising along like it was a beautiful day and I stood up to grab a beer and as I was walking back to my seat I look and I'm like oh my god what's in the water and then like we're maybe 15 feet from it and you know you're not stopping a boat on a dime no and not at all I'm like oh fuck rocks did you get thrown out of the boat no but um poor Devin ended up totaling the boat because of that um it says like the boats in like 2,000 feet of water 3,000 12,000 10 feet and we're like what the fuck like what is happening so we're like, oh, God, what should we do? I'm like, well, that kind of sounded like it hurt, but let's just go to lunch. If it sinks at the marina, it's only in 15 feet of water versus 100. Oh, my God. So we went did to it lunch. Sing? No, okay. it did not sink, but we took it out and two of the three pontoons were punctured. It was a whole thing. Nobody died. It wasn't like a, a Titanic moment. <laughs> but thankfully because you know I would have taken a life raft I right you would have been <laughs> pushing Michelle off yeah listen I'm a strong swimmer so I would have been that lake is really big but that's yeah. traumatic and it kind of gives me did you follow any of the Murdoch murder stuff yes it was did not you, like that. <laughs> well, did you know there was a boat accident? Yes. Well, it just, I, my brain works that way. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. So you <laughs> <laughs> not saying they're related, but. No, nobody like, was tragically thrown from the boat. Nobody no. died. Thank God. Well, that's why I asked you if you were thrown. And Speaking of, th- yes, amen. Praise so, to Jesus, Allah, whoever we believe in. Well, not the Dalai Lama, because he'd ask you to suck his tongue. What? So let's talk about that, because I was talking about it with some friends um, over the weekend. Yeah. And it was pretty, like, he straight up asked that little boy, and then he even curled his little tongue. That was a little weird for me. <laughs> I, <I'm> like, <laughs> I was like, wow, like... And all he did was apologize. I'm like, that's not a joke. Like, I'm sorry. I've never asked you to suck my tongue. And you've never asked me to suck yours. Like, that's not a joking matter. That's creepy. That's something, if you want, in the privacy of your own home, you ask your partner. Yeah. You don't ask somebody on a microphone in a church service. And a minor... In that too, Such I don't stuck by the whole thing. And then did he do it? Um, the he, bo- 
I guess my understanding is he stuck his tongue back out to him, which I also find a little creepy, but whatever. I mean, the kid was, I, I don't know. I'm actually, it's weird to me. The whole thing is just weird. Have you ever been to um, Woodbury Common? Yes. Okay. Well, I went for the first time this past week. And the reason I bring it up is I rode in my friend's car who (laughs) they have a Range Rover and I've never been in a Range Rover and they have a, it has a cooler in the glove compartment. And you mentioned Michelle and Deb's boat has a cooler in it. And I'm just like, these are kind of clutch moves that people have coolers certain places. I'm not that cool. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I don't, I'm like, my shit gets cold or warm because I don't have a cooler. And I'm too cheap to even go buy a Yeti, so I don't even have a Yeti. We're going to get you a Yeti. Well, actually, so I kind of adopted one last summer. My friend Emily, you know Emily, was dating this guy and he left his Yeti here. So it, but now they're not together. So it's mine. Yeah. So you have a Yeti. So I guess I do have a Yeti now. Does it have his initials or anything? No. It was his ex wives that he left here. Stop. This is so deep. (laughs) Bringing it back to the hairdressers. Yes. Of you know everything about people, I feel. Yes, I go love it. I oh it's yeah, right. it's a whole thing. I mean, we could go on about this for hours and hours. Like this, like people can ask any question they want about it because I'm totally open. Um, but yeah, it's you know, it is a fun career. It's exhausting at times. I mean, sometimes you feel like you're a therapist, but also. At the same time, you have such great relationships with people that I am forever grateful that they have come into my life, that, you know, they choose me to do their hair, that, you know, because people have options. They absolutely have options. And the fact that someone chooses me over everybody else, for me, that means the world. You found your niche. Yeah, maybe podcasting <laughs> will be my new niche. I don't know. To be I love it. To be determined. Well, I'm excited to see you soon. I'm excited to hang out at June Farms this summer. And I can't wait. Hopefully I'm... on the boat. Yes, all the boats. My boat, your boat, not Devin Michelle's boat because it doesn't exist anymore. We will not have a Titanic episode. I promise you that. Can you imagine? I ran over something on our boat last year and we needed a new propeller. Yes, I could (laughs) see it happening, to be honest with you. I'm not going to lie. Because we would just be having too much fun. I know. The next purchase I want to do is a jet ski. Oh. Those look fun. They are. If you know anyone that has a jet ski, holla at your boy. I will. And you listeners, if you got a jet ski you want to get rid of, I will drop the link to Aussie so you can message him. Yeah. I'm not going to tell Chris. That way he doesn't know that we're spending money. <laughs> we might have to sell your boat to get jet skis. Are you okay with that? That's fine. It's probably easier to tell. I just suck at backing up a trailer. So if you can do that, I'm all in. 
I can do anything. You know, I grew up Southern Baptist, so I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Oh, my God. On that <laughs> note, on that note, um, thank you for taking us to church, Austin. Of course. Um, I'm excited to see you the weekend of the 5th. Um, yeah, well, Cinco de Mayo. It is Cinco de Mayo, so put your tequila drinking pants on. Because right. we're going to celebrate. Meet me in the hot tub. Oh my god, we're not going through. Well, <laughs> on our episode, we record on the 5th. We will we talk. We can about talk that. about the hot tub. We should do it from the hot tub. That would be meta. That could be a possibility. Sounds mildly dangerous, but as long as we don't have our phones plugged in, I think we're good. Down. I'm in. All right. Well, thank you for joining me. Um, And I will see you on May 5th. Cheers. Okay. Talk to you soon. So this concludes episode four. I am on my way to my favorite Monday night um, indulgence, I'll say. If you know me. You know where I'll be. But I am on the search for the Capital Region's best espresso martini. I already have a couple places under my belt, so I'm actually wondering if you have a recommendation where I should go. And as always, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or topics that you want to discuss, contact me. I'm on Instagram under Ain't That Rich. And submit them so we can discuss it on next week's episode. Or maybe I'll drop another this week since I played hooky last week. As always, thank you for listening and we will see you on the next episode.